Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Kieran, the prisoner that climbed out of the hole. It wasn't the big, muscly, masked man. No, it was the love interest who was, uh, it was Talia the Al-Gul. other bad guy's daughter. That's right. And Kieran, not many people know that. Not a lot of people know that. Not a lot of people know that. And if you didn't well, want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. Right. Why are you being Michael Caine? Because Michael Caine's in this movie and okay. I'm very excited Oh, about this that. is the first time we've talked about Michael this Caine in a movie, I think. the first time we're talking about Michael Caine. Oh, very exciting. But we'll have to wait until we actually get to talking about the actors and the plot before we really start talking about Michael Caine. But besides the point, we're here today to discuss Tenant. Or more so what we think is going to happen in it. Because what we do on this show, if you're a first-time listener, sorry for that weird introduction, but you we... You should be used to it by now. Yeah, we look... Well, if you're a first-time listener, you won't be. But <laughs> you will be used We look to at it. all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster, or in this case, lack thereof of promotional material. Yeah, there's nothing for this one. And then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. And it's going to be quite a challenge this week, because Tenet is being very much on purpose kept under wraps. Yeah, he's not giving any information about this one, which is good that we're working together. And that person who you mentioned happens to be Christopher Nolan, because this is very much being sold as a Christopher Nolan film. It's done in Christopher Nolan's style. It's written by Christopher Nolan, directed by Christopher Nolan, all that good stuff. Yes. So before we start talking about Tenet, what is your history with Christopher Nolan? Yeah, so the first movie I watched with Christopher Nolan was the Batman oh, You saw a movie series. with Christopher <laughs> yeah, Nolan. Yeah, me and Christopher Nolan went to the movies Your best together. buds. We hang out, you know, we have brunches on Fridays. But yeah, the, the Dark Knight trilogy was the first movies that I watched from yeah. Christopher Nolan. I loved them. I loved Inception. Um, I'm excited about this What about this movie. The Prestige? What yeah. about Interstellar? Uh, oh, yeah, Interstellar is great. I love Interstellar. I've never actually I know, seen I that I can one. see you've got a scowl on your face, but <laughs> I love Interstellar. The Prestige, I can kind of take it or leave it. But for the most part, I like his movies. They're a lot of fun. So I was really excited about this one. Oh, really? Coming out. Yeah. You're keen for this yeah. one. And I did love the comedy he did. He did a comedy? Yeah, The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good The point. best comedy that came out that year. I did laugh a lot during that movie. <laughs> oh, we love that movie. I think we've talked about it a little bit before on this show, but yeah. Best voice acting, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Bane. What a great decision there, <laughs> Bane, Chris. Bane, Michael Caine. Uh, my history with Christopher Nolan, I failed you. I'm kind of the opposite. I've never really been big into Christopher Nolan movies. Obviously, like the rest of the world, I really liked Inception. Mm. But for me, Inception is a great movie the first time you watch it. And then it doesn't really hold up on repeat viewing. Disagree. I watched me. it again and I enjoyed it. I, I mean, little... there's bits I like. I, I just wait for the bits that I like and that's about it. It's a good movie to watch while you're on certain things. Oh, right. <laughs> when, you, when you're enjoying substances. I wouldn't be surprised if Tenet makes it into that category of movies for you as well. Yeah. Now, I think this was just a movie that he produced. But do you remember that movie where Johnny Depp was a computer? Like he died and then they upload his consciousness yeah, into a computer. That wasn't... Yeah, vaguely. Was that a Nolan one? I think he just produced it. Okay. But what a turkey that I movie didn't was. watch it. I don't think anyone watched it. Like, <laughs> I didn't give a shit. And apparently it wasn't good either. Okay. Because, yeah, he, he was a person and they uploaded him to a computer. Well, yeah. like, that's such an old cliche thing anyway. Yeah. I think it was an idea that he liked. So he was just like, here's some money, make the movie. But yep. then they were basically selling it as a Christopher Nolan movie. And a lot of people were disappointed to find yeah. out that it wasn't a Christopher Nolan movie. But we're yeah. here to talk about actual Christopher Nolan movies. I think, like you, I've seen the Batman movies. Uh, like you, I, I like some of those movies. Like Everyone likes The Dark Knight, right? Uh, uh, we've talked about The Dark Knight before. I know, I know on we, we personally One of talk our about old it. podcasts. And if you listen to that, you'll recall that I don't love that movie. There's some great scenes in that movie, I but I think it's pretty overrated personally. I remember the way you said it was when Batman and the Joker are on, are on, on screen, screen. It's exciting, like it. but yeah. Same with Inception. I think when Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like bouncing around in zero gravity, that's really exciting and cool. But then when they're sitting around talking about dreams and whatnot and, and drama and throwing themselves out of hotel windows, I'm just like, boring. Yeah. Look, I like to sort of sit here and I say- I hate to like, be so harsh, but you know. I like really good thought-provoking cinema, but you know, reality is there's a part of me that just loves and eats up these kind of movies. Right. These like action, you know, sit down, switch off the brain, enjoy some stylistic, beautiful music where it doesn't need to make sense. Who cares? And I'm really looking forward to this one then. And speaking of music, the soundtrack for this movie isn't being done by Hans Zimmer. Except it sounds like him. Yeah, it's someone trying really hard to be Hans Zimmer. It's uh, Ludwig Göransson. <laughs> Ludwig von Zimmer. Yes. Hang on a second. <laughs> 
who I think has graduated from the school of uh, Hans Zimmer. He did the soundtrack to The Mandalorian, that TV right. show, the Star Well, that Wars had TV a really show. good soundtrack. It did. He also did the Creed series, as in like the Rocky spin-off series Creed. Oh, that had a really good soundtrack. And he did the soundtrack to Black Panther. Never watched it. Yeah, so. which I know you haven't seen, but I don't remember the soundtrack of that movie really standing out. But he also did the soundtrack to the TV show Community as well. Okay. I've never watched Community, but I my girlfriend watched it over a two-week period, so I was, I was constantly exposed to the opening <laughs> theme song. So I never want to hear that again, so thanks right. for that, Ludwig. I guess, you know, you you didn't want to see more Zimmer soundtracks, so yeah. this is a well, nice... Well, he's too busy to do this movie. He's too busy doing every other soundtrack, so yeah, it'll be a nice reprieve so look, uh, from hashtag, the same old thing. Hashtag, what was it? Boycott Zimmer or something? Yeah, I think it's Stop Zimmer. There we go. The the voices have spoken, now we've got this yeah. guy. Well, there you go. So you ask and you shall receive. So, I, I know you said this off air, but you have a theory about the overall soundtrack for this movie? Yes, I think that the soundtrack is going to be a score that's going to be in reverse. Right, it's going to be annoying to listen to. Uh, it'll be done like really smart. stylistically because, like you know, Inception was yep. um, was a requiem from a dream. No, was that the it was uh, an Edith Piaf song right. slowed down. Yeah, so it was like slowed down. So I think they're going to do a similar thing where they're going to take a score and they're going to reverse it. And I think they're going to play with that and like yeah. bring it forward at points of the movie, then reverse it. And I think it might be a palindromic score, so it sounds the same backwards and forwards. I think and we that might, would be cool. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll get into it but I wouldn't be surprised if this movie itself will be like a visual palindrome you know yeah. starting in reverse and then going back and I don't think so I think they're going to play with stuff like that so. I think they're going to play with stuff like that it's way too Nolan okay well maybe yeah, I guess you could have suggestions of a palindrome, but I don't think it's going to be like the same story meeting in the middle. I don't think they'll be Maybe. that convoluted with it, but you never know. The twist could be, you know, you're always working backwards the whole time. But we haven't really discussed what the overall plot of this movie is. Because we don't know. Because <laughs> it's really being kept under wraps so, by Christopher Nolan Yeah, we've himself. got two trailers, right? Yeah, that's you, right. I've only been able to find two. And it shows a lot of visual, you know... Mumbo jumbo. Stuff going backwards. Stuff going backwards. Say it blatantly. Yeah. Stuff <laughs> going backwards. And a lot of like heist-related stuff. But as far as the yeah. plot, as far as the characters, we know very, very little. Yeah. Well, what we do know, all they've said is a secret agent is tasked with preventing World War Three, And the way he's... Say anything about going backwards, and the way he's doing that is somehow by reversing time, but yeah, it's not manipulating time, time, it's not time travel. So, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're gonna have to nut this out as we go through this episode, but I, yeah. When we first discussed this movie, when we talked about doing this episode, I broke it down in a really simple way to you. I basically said, okay, so it's a spy movie, but the powers of the secret agent, rather than using like just standard guns and gadgets, the overall gimmick of the movie is they travel backwards through time physically. So rather than using a time machine and jumping instantaneously to another point in time, they physically have to travel back in time to prevent stuff. But it turns out that's not the case at all. Yeah. I think that would be like a really simple high concept version of the plot, but I think he really wants to mess around, as in Christopher Nolan really wants to mess around with the whole time concept and then really bring, like, I don't know, a realistic physics-based version of time travel. Because in the trailer, we see the character walking forwards, like yeah, that's acting right. normally, but everything, While everything else, else is, going backwards. is going in reverse. So, like, bullets are going backwards, people are driving backwards. That's right. But then we see in other other instances where people are, at least in vehicles and boats and stuff, going backwards. So, it's really hard to kind of gauge yeah. what that means. So, are these guys... If I see one of these secret agents, are they are they going backwards while the rest of the world is normal? Presumably. Do we see them? You Presumably. know what I mean? Or is so this- I noticed in the trailer that they have shots of what the rest of the world sees and then shots of what the secret agents see. Yeah. So we see to the rest of the world, they're driving a car backwards. But to them, they're driving the car forwards and everyone else is driving the car backwards. Yeah. Which would be really odd if you're a spy. Like you'd not want yeah. to stand out. So it's kind yeah. of like, what's that guy r- driving backwards doing? You know, yeah. like, hey. <laughs> well, he's got to save the day. So we've got no other choice. Right. Yes. But I remember when Inception was coming out, there was a lot of secrecy about what that was. And I think yeah. a lot of, like, all we really knew was it was kind of about dreams. The, the, well, not even about dreams, but about like the uh, putting ideas in people's heads. So like right. everyone kind of went off and was just like, what does that mean? And a lot of people were thinking it was way more complicated than it was. 
dollars. Right. And so we're going to overcomplicate our and thoughts. And it turned out it was plot. just like, and I love Inception, but it's a pretty standard concept, right? Yeah. You go, it's a like, high concept. Fr- like yeah. Friday the third, not Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street did it, but Friday the thirteenth yeah. also did it. Yeah. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street three, Dream Warriors did it. Exactly. So maybe we're thinking this is going to be way more complicated. Maybe your simplified version of it is the case, and I could totally that see Christopher be Nolan being like, "It's just time travel but spies." He has but specifically he's just said. There going, yeah, but he has know. specifically said that it is more complicated than it appears. Of course, he said that. Yeah. Of course, he said that. It's like no, it's Look way how more smart. I if, am. if you think it's just as simple as that, you got another thing coming. It's way more ingenious and way more. Uh, but what we see in the trailer indicates that it's more complicated than what I said. Well, we'll see. But I they can manipulate individual objects. There's a bit where he just manipulates like something goes backwards up into his hand, and everything else is just moving normally. Yeah, well, I think that's because he drops it in. The you know Ford time I don't know <laughs> yeah I don't know we're really gonna have to nut this out yeah, as we discuss yeah, yeah, yeah. the plot this one's gonna be a hard one but as you mentioned we've it, had two trailers so far yep. and the second trailer actually premiered on Fortnite of oh, all really? things would you believe I don't know why I mean I guess that's a big audience but the Fortnite crowd doesn't really seem to be like the well, crowd who would go and see this movie well they're you going, know what I mean they're taking like you know there's not enough dabbing in this movie they're for taking the Fortnite crowd. they're taking society backwards and like uh, <laughs> right yeah yeah makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. He's just trying to educate them. He's like, this is what real entertainment looks like. Uh, good they're f- too busy default dancing Smart to pay attention. Him. Smart film. Can we just say just quickly, it's kind of cool. We might say it's, you know, a bit weird or whatnot, but like it's cool to have an original concept you know, story. Yeah. So we, as, as we always say, we should praise when people do original stories and they're not yeah. trying to just do another remake or yeah. a reboot or a sequel. Yeah. So yeah, we should be excited. Although there's uh, rumors that this might be somewhat a movie related to Inception. Really? Or like so a, it's all a dream. A spiritual successor yeah. or an even flat sequel. It could just be in the same universe. Could be. Because didn't they? They never really explained how they get into people's dreams and share the same dream. Inception's related to another movie that he did earlier with that with Hugh Jackman, right? I don't know. It's called. You're the Christopher Nolan guy. (laughs) Deception. I think. Oh, you mean like Memento? That was another Christopher Nolan movie. Was that the one with uh, Hugh Jackman? That was Guy Pearce. The Prestige is the one with Hugh Jackman. Yeah, and Ewan McGregor. No, it was Batman. It was uh, no, no, that's Christian the, Bale. That's the magician one. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm not the Christopher Nolan Should have done my research. Yeah. Oh, well. As I predicted last week, this movie has been delayed. It was actually delayed yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was delayed all the way from July 17th to July 31st. So it was delayed by 15 days. And it's I don't know be... why half a month is going to make a difference, It's going to be delayed again. He's yeah, way absolutely. too ambitious. Absolutely. There's no way this movie is coming in July. Come on. So you're going to... Matty D in the future, you can give me a bonus point for correctly predicting that the movie was going to be delayed. Of course not. I take points away from you. <laughs> okay, wow. We'll see in a, a year or two when we finally get back to this episode. One more thing I wanted to mention before we move on to predicting the plot. Christopher Nolan also specifically said that he's been avoiding watching Bond movies to try and not be influenced by them when making this movie. But that's that's kind of funny because he typically says that he loves watching Bond movies. They're like his go-to movies. But he's already seen them all. He could still be influenced by them. I mean, all of his other movies are influenced by them. But he says, oh, this is the longest I've gone without watching a Bond movie. But like, if you've seen them all countless times, it's kind of hard not to be influenced by them. Yeah. Especially if they're your go-to influence. So I definitely think we're going to see a lot of Bond elements in this movie. Well, we're already seeing it. So. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start talking about this plot. Typically, Maddie D and I will go away and come up with our own plots individually. But because this is such a complicated concept and we know very little plot details, this is the perfect movie for us to sort of put our heads together and try and come up with one succinct plot together. I, I don't know if I could bring anything to this to this movie. I think, you know, I couldn't so do it by myself. It's more worthwhile having a discussion than individually going and trying to work it out. So we're working together. Yes. So we're working together as we like to do at least once a month. And this episode, we're going to fight. We always say, oh, we're not going to fight. I'm sure we agree when then we end up fighting. But this episode, we're going to fight because I'm sure there's a whole bunch of like nebulous concepts that we're just not <laughs> going to agree on. Is this some reverse so this psychology is... that you're just like, we're not going to fight just so we... Yeah, sure. Hopefully it works Are you that saying way. we are going to fight so we don't fight? Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> but no, I'm sure there's heaps of stuff that we don't agree on. Yeah, probably. And so we're going to fight. We're going to headbutt we, each other. We do. We always fight. And then we never fight about anything through that conflict. <laughs> What's up with that? We're just going to debate our points until we finally decide on what seems more logical. Yeah, makes sense. All Sounds right, good. Now let's start off by talking about who's in the movie and what impact we think they're going to have on the overall plot. And this is where the fights are going to start. So playing the protagonist, he has no name, is John David Washington. Now I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that I think he's going to be the protagonist of the movie. Yes. 
That's a good guess. Now, John David Washington is probably best known for playing, I think he was the main character in Black Klansman, uh, but he hasn't really done that much stuff outside of that. He's done a couple of things, but he's very much a newcomer. So he's the protagonist. He doesn't have a name. So I think that's actually done on purpose for script reasons. Right. So I think because he's a part of this spy organization, I think everyone within the organization, it's so Mr. secretive. Pink. It's so secretive that they don't use their names. So okay. it's just like you can't reveal who this agent is to the enemy because we don't know. We don't know each other's names. Well, he- Very much like you said, Reservoir Dog style, <laughs> where you just use colors. But they don't even do that. They're just like, they don't refer to them. It must be very difficult when they're like, can you ring up? Oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, we don't use names. Uh, you know the guy, the black guy with the beard. Can you ring him up? We need him. <laughs> um, it also seems like he is a newcomer to whatever world this yeah, is. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to see it through his eyes, I guess. Yeah. So I, I think that's kind of clever because just to throw us into the deep end, if he already established that he knew how to, sort of like they did with Inception. But at least Inception, we had Ellen Page. Yeah, that's right. Was kind of like an introduction. So this is done in the same well. way. So he's being introduced to this concept and then he has to explain it to Robert Patterson as well. So we'll get his whole learning the process and then attempting to explain it to people. Uh-huh. So we'll really sort of understand what's going on from an audience point of view because he's our audience surrogate, I suppose. Now, I've already mentioned him, but playing another mystery character, the partner of the protagonist, is Robert Patterson. By the way, I'm really happy about this Harry Potter reunion that's happening. Yes, I know. So many people in this cast are in (laughs) Harry Potter. So, of course, he played Cedric Diggory in the Harry Potter movies. Well, he died in in the only one that he appeared in. Most recently in Lighthouse. Yeah, that's right. He's going to be Batman in the upcoming The Batman movie. Uh, and of course, he was Edward Cullen course, in Twilight. In the Twilight series. Now, Robert Patterson, I love this guy. I'm so glad he could turn his career around. He he was always a good actor. <laughs> he's just given <laughs> a shit role. Around, you know, but you know, yeah. yeah, he's great in everything. Yeah, he'll be great in this. And he's, I'm sure he will. I be. love this uh, this British, you know, Quirky old school British spy guy. that he's yeah, being. He's also British. I think if uh, John David Washington's going to be like the straight protagonist, I think. He's going to be the gay protagonist. <laughs> Robert Patterson's no. going to be the eccentric, yes, like interesting guy. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. Everyone who's not the main character is going to be eccentric. Kind of similar to Tom Hardy in Inception, yes, and absolutely. possibly even uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Lovett as well. Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Lovett. <laughs> you know how he was like Joseph Gordon McLovin. <laughs> you know how like his character was very like. I don't know. He Quirky. Was the, he was the more interesting character. Yes. He was almost the director surrogate, which uh, Robert Patterson made. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, next up, playing another character we don't have a name for is Elizabeth Debicki. Now, she is playing the wife of Kenneth Branagh's character. We will get to him in a sec. So, she could be a villain. She could be a femme fatale. She could be a good guy. Who knows? We'll discuss that more as we go into the plot. She's a bad guy. You think she's a bad guy? Yep. I think we're supposed to think that she's a bad guy. But we see her dropping a kid off at school. We see her being lovey-dovey with Kenneth Brenner. I thought she was uh, John David Washington's wife. And I was like, dead wife. He has bad past. They've done that movie. It's called Inception. Classic Nolan. But uh, I see too many scenes with her and him together. So, um, no, it seems like she's going to be a mysterious character. A character that we're not too sure if... We should trust her or not. That's what they're going to do. I think the protagonist is going to use her to get closer to Kenneth Branagh's character. Yeah. That's what I think. I think she's going to be similar to the wife in Inception. I I don't think so at all. I do. I do. Because she's alive for starters. (laughs) But you know how she played like that menacing presence? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I just think she's a connection to Kenneth Branagh, who we're supposed to think is the villain. Just a little bit on Elizabeth Debicki. She was in The Great Gatsby, and she was also in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which I haven't seen, so I don't know who she was in that. Who was she in that? I don't know. And she was also Mopsy in Peter Rabbit, as in Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail. Oh, there you go. Now, she's actually an Australian actress, so there you go. There you go. (laughs) Shout out to the home team. (laughs) Fantastic. Now, next up, playing Susan, this character actually has a name. How exciting. Is Dimple Kapadia. I think she that's how you say her name. She looks so young. She's for her not. Age. I know, but she looks fantastic. She is an Indian actor, and she's mainly appeared in Hindi films. She's appeared in a bunch. So I think this is one of her first Hollywood roles. So, yeah. She's, and we don't know anything about her other she, than her name is Susan. I think she is the mother of Himesh Patel's character, Ahmad. I right. could just be guessing because they're both Indian, Maybe. but. Oh, wait, no, no. She is the wife of Denzel Smith's character, Liam, who is an arms dealer. Oh, okay. We see a little bit of her in the trailer. I don't think we see much of Denzel Smith, who's also another Indian actor, by the way. But yeah, their husband and wife, she seems to understand the whole time inversion concept. So I don't know how, because she tells the protagonist, you know, you've got to start thinking about time in a different way. And then we see them jumping off a building into a market. 
Yeah, I think she might be the mother of, as I said, Ahmad, who is Himesh Patel's character. Yeah, maybe she'll play like in the Matrix, the Oracle role, you know, just to yeah. give a lot of ambiguous quotes that make you think. So her husband, Liam, who's an arms dealer, do you think he deals in like an illegal version of the time manipulation technology? I think there's going to be people using the time inversion in different ways. So that'll be explored in this movie. So maybe there are people that are using it for illegal ways. Yeah. Or there's like well, that's going to be what Kenneth Branagh's doing, right? It's like an underground inversion group of people that yeah. are all doing this. I don't know. So just to explain, Kenneth Branagh is playing what we presume is the villain, though I, I don't quite believe that so, because he seems to have moments where he's like allied with uh, the protagonist. Yeah, so we get his description is he's a Russian who communes with the future. So Whatever that means. Is he psychic? Is does Can he read the future? It, like, what does that mean? He seems to be able to manipulate time in the same way that the secret agents do. Yes. So he has his own version of the technology, which I'm presuming he got through Liam, the arms dealer. Um, that's just a guess. That's just a stab in the dark. Okay. Uh, and it appears to be like a more advanced version than what the secret agents have. We'll get into that in a sec as well. Yeah. Now, another actor I wanted to mention before we really get into it is Michael Caine. Yeah! Who doesn't seem to have a big role. He just seems to say, oh, we know, I know this lady. She's at this restaurant. She's related to Kenneth Branagh. And then off you go. John David Washington goes and meets Michael Caine at a cafe. And he's like, I'm I think the- it's a restaurant. Yeah, like a not, fancy restaurant. You're not the person I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Master, Master Wayne, Wayne Master, Wayne, Master Wayne. I think he's just going to be like, he's going to be a little cameo. He's yes. going to introduce um, John David Washington to somebody else. To I'm just going to call him the protagonist. It's Elizabeth the, DeBecky, yeah. the wife. He's going to introduce her to him. Yeah, so he's not going to do much. So he's just going to give information. He's I just mean, basically the stop along the I way. I hope he cries. Not, yeah. not saying yes. that I hope Michael Caine cries, but like I find it funny when he, he, won't. When he cries. He won't. When he, oh, I failed. Oh, great. Yeah, happy to see him back though. Another person filling out this really convoluted cast is Clements Posey, another one of your Harry Potter reunion yes. characters because she played oh Fleur Delacour. God, I had a crush on her. She's, really? Yeah. I think she's got a weird face personally. No, no offense, <laughs> wow. Clements. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. But anyway, she's playing Laura. Yes. Who appears to be a scientist working for the spy organization. So I think she's going to break down the rules the of this science, world. The physics yes. of the technology. She, she seems to train the protagonist. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, that's right. So let's just round out the cast real quick. So we've already mentioned Denzel Smith, who's Liam, the arms dealer, husband of Dimple's character. Uh, and then we've got presumably who their son is. I don't know what his role in the movie is going to be. Ahmad, who we see hanging out with uh, Robert Patterson and uh, John David Washington in one scene. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand what he says in the scene. I, I couldn't work it out. I watched it like 10 times. He says something, but I don't know what it is. And then the last person I want to mention is Aaron Taylor Johnson as Junior. Dun, dun, dun. Who's on the top of the IMDb cast? Yeah, that's page. right. Well, they just did it alphabetically by first name, I think. Of course, Aaron Taylor Johnson was kick ass. He was also in Godzilla and he was the crappy version of Quicksilver in Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. With that terrible Russian accent. I can guarantee you, I'm going to put my foot down. One prediction here he's going to have a terrible Russian accent in this movie, too, because I think he's the son of Kenneth Branagh. Mm. Junior, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to be very, very. He's going to be the villain. Yeah. I guarantee it. Or he might- We haven't seen him in the trailer because he's the villain. Yeah, maybe. I'm putting my foot down, Matty D. He's the villain. He's the villain? So we Do you think, think he's the villain for the- Like, do you think he has nefarious intentions? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. He's trying to start World War Three. We think that it's Kenneth Branagh uh-huh. who is the villain, but it's not actually the case. So we know that Kenneth Branagh has this connection to the time manipulation technology. Why wouldn't his son? Yeah, true. Oh, wait. They have another son as well, presumably, because we see the wife dropping that kid off at school. That could be a flashback, though. Could be. To when he was a kid. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. What do we think? What the, do you think? The vibe do? I was getting from this particular character, Junior, was he was instrumental to the plot, but they've got to like save him or something. I didn't really see him mm. as a villain, but I can go with that. I think he's a villain who's going to be like unmasked sort of halfway through the movie. I, I still think Kenneth Branagh, what he's going to be is he's going to be a bad guy, but he's going to be a bad guy with like good intentions. Yeah, so, like, He believes absolutely. what he's doing is good, but it's not. I think he's just trying to protect his son. Wouldn't that make sense? Yeah. So his son is doing nefarious things, but Kenneth Branagh is just like, well, I know he's doing bad things, but I've got to protect him because he's my son. Okay. But the way that he goes about it makes us think that he's the villain, makes the audience think that he's the villain until it's revealed that he's not. I think they're going to be trying to track down Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. And then through Yeah, through their connection with him, he's like, you guys, I'm not actually the bad guy. It's my son. 
Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's a bold prediction, saying that a character we haven't even seen in any of the trailers or know really anything about is the son of Kenneth Brenner and the bad guy, but there's a reason they're not showing him. Yeah. So they're setting us up to think one thing with the trailers and they're going to flip it on its head. Well, they've told us nothing in the trailers. Yeah, exactly. So, like, so we can essentially say whatever we want. Yeah, we don't We don't know. And you don't think it's uh, Kenneth Brenner's what? Well, his wife his- is going to be the person that leads us to Kenneth Brenner and then Kenneth Brenner is going to be the person who leads us to right, Junior. Okay. Makes sense? All right, all right. Because I've watched this trailer, I don't know, maybe 10 times, both trailers, sorry, mm. 10 times, and I've tried to work out like the sequence of events and how the characters relate to each other. Very poorly mind you because they don't really show you on purpose a lot of information okay. but I personally think that the movie is going to open with the protagonist yeah, John David Washington completing an unrelated mission well it, he doesn't know that it is related at this point but we think it's unrelated so he's doing a spy mission we're introduced to his character He's at this stage a regular spy doing a regular spy mission. He's captured by some baddies. He's tied up in the train tracks. Yeah, he's tied up in the train track and tortured, but this is all a A setup. This is a test by, we haven't actually mentioned him, but it's worth mentioning him now. This is actually a setup by Martin Donovan, who's basically like the M character, presumably, of the spy organization. And this whole mission was a test to see if he's worthy to go after this time manipulation terrorist, presumably. So they threaten him with death. They punch him around. They beat him up. Give us the information, you know, sell out your fellow agents or you'll die. And he doesn't. He doesn't. So that means that they want him to work for their organization. They knock him out and he wakes up on a boat by the look of it, on a ship. And they explain to him, this was a test. We tried other agents. Nobody else passed. You did. We want you to help with this super secret, super special mission yep. in which you need to prevent, prevent World War World III. Three. But he won't. He won't know that. There, it'll be the other woman who will tell him that. The other woman. Oh, the scientist Clemens yep. Posey's Laura. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So he'll quickly be introduced. Oh, you got an idea? Yeah, because his picked, face lit up. I picked this up. I just want to add this in the trailer. So this M character, whoever he is, he says. I'll he doesn't have you, a name, yeah. I'll give you a, a word and it'll open these doors for you. Yeah, the yeah. word is tenant. So yeah, that's right. I think what'll happen is he'll kind of be like he'll be dropped off in the middle of the street somewhere. All he's got is this this I think tenant is related to what the bad guy's doing. So it's like they know that the bad guy is using tenant or has whatever tenant is is the key to what's right. what the overall plot, the right. bad guy plot, World War Three well, plot is. Well we know tenant is a palindrome. So yeah. I my thinking was gonna be that he was gonna go to Michael Caine. He was going to get get his well, name he, and address go, or something. He's got to go get the the powers first. So he's got to go to Susan, who is the cue of the movie, presumably. Well, what I thought was going to happen was he was going to go to Michael Caine. Michael Caine's having like lunch at a restaurant or yeah. something, and then he goes Tenant, and that that's the code name. And Michael right. Caine's like, okay, yeah, so you're here. Maybe for it's this. like Operation Grand Slam from Goldfinger, then, where it's just like he doesn't know what it means at this point, but yeah, other people do. That's right. And then he says, okay, you've got to go. And then that's what. Well, Michael Caine is the one who basically says maybe it's the same restaurant, but he's just like, oh. There's someone you've got to see related to this. It's uh, Laura. It's no, it's not Laura. It's Elizabeth Debicki right. because he leads the protagonist to Elizabeth Debicki. Elizabeth Debicki. They obviously have a conversation in a restaurant kitchen, and she sends in henchmen to beat him up while she makes a quick getaway. Did you yeah, notice that yeah, in the I trailer? Did that, yeah. So that's the connection there. Michael Caine leads to Elizabeth, her character. Anyway, this right. is going to be so confusing to say. Yeah, um, I wish they had characters' names. You know that that'd be handy. That makes it so hard. We got to set up nicknames for these guys. I think. Well, I the, think just the protagonist is easy. Protagonist is okay, but the partner, Robert Patterson, we'll, we'll just specify we'll say who the, the wife for are. this yeah. character. Yeah, the wife. Yeah, the other wife. Brenner. Wife too. Well, there's only one wife. Oh wait, then there's Dimple's wife. Yeah. Who's Susan though. She too has many a name. wives. All right, so too many wives. We've set up. He gets beat up. We've set up that he wakes up at the at the ship. Somehow he's got to be introduced to Laura so he can learn about this wacky. I th- world. Like I said, I think it's literally like the Q character because you know the M guy, the the boss of the spy organization is going to be like, well, you need to learn about time inversion. Go and see Q. Go and see Sue, Susan. Mm-hmm. And she'll explain it to you. So the only, put on a bracelet, put on a glove. The only way my small, stupid monkey brain can work this out is I think inversion's going to be like the Assassin's Creed game where, you know, you do something, not Assassin's Creed, Prince of Persia. There's right, an updated yeah, yeah. reference. That's exactly how I thought it was too. You go. I, I was thinking Blink's time Blink's kitten. Blink's time, yeah, <laughs> yes. that's the other one. That's so exactly it. You go forward in time and then you just sort of rewind it and reverse it. But the people that are reversing the time, it, 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 they're not consciously... You you know, walking backwards in a really weird pace. They're kind yeah. of walking 
moving forward, forward, but everything else is is going in reverse. That's right. So that's how I that's what I think, think too. is going to happen. I think it's going to be established in this movie that there's going to be rules. But the bad guys also have it. So they use the good guys need to use their powers to like get into fights with the bad guys who are already using it. So there's a point in the trailer where they come into a room and there's bullet holes and they know that they're going to get into a fight with the guy because they're like, oh shit, a fight's just about to happen. It hasn't happened yet. We're going to go backwards and fight the guy. Yeah. There's going to be rules set up in this world where you can only inversion, invert time for a certain amount of yeah maybe like 10 minutes yeah so you can't just have the whole movie doing it so you got to pick your spots i guess yeah so will it change history i guess it has i don't think he will wake up on the boat going backwards i don't think that's going to be the case i think he uses the boat to train in inversion because we see him doing like pull-ups while the boat's going in reverse on the actual ship right so I think he'll be training on that boat going backwards and M's there as well. Yeah. The, the boss is explaining to him do you think he's, you know, how it works. You, you keep calling him as M. Do you think he's the boss or do you think he's just the representative that's just like, yeah. evening sir, we've well, uh, asked you to What other this. character equivalent can I put out there? But yeah, I think he's I mean, just, yeah, the, the boss Caine? for this mission. No, we already established what Michael Caine's doing. Michael Caine's yeah, yeah, just yeah, sure. a, a, an information sure. guy. So these guys are a ba- uh, an underground organization. They're, they're a branch of the like spy organization. Yeah, but not many people know what they're no, doing. No, no, people know. No, no, people know that. Yeah. yeah, so they have this technology. Now, I think, like Inception, the technology will be not fleshed out at all. It'll just yeah. be like, you It'll can be reverse vague. time. They'll say accept- it has to do with physics. It's just like, we can predict the movement of atoms, so therefore we can presume what's going to happen backwards. Do you think there'll be a machine that they have to turn on? It's to- a bracelet. It's a bracelet. We right. see it in the trailer. Okay. So, they so were- there, I guess it's a primitive version of the time inversion device is a, is a bracelet uh-huh. that they've constructed, but I think the bad guys have a more advanced version of it. So they can manipulate time in like big areas and whatnot. Yeah. That's what I think. Now, we actually also see a machine. Kenneth Branagh is seen in a couple of scenes in the trailer next to this big red machine. Does it's it sort have, of like a rotating on his head, doesn't he? No, I don't think so. But we see like this machine with like, it looks like a room with like rotating panels. So I think that's related to it as well. And we also see like there's a supply of guns in there. So maybe the bracelets only allow you to invert time for 10 minutes, as for you say. For 10 minutes. Maybe there's limitations to what you can do. Maybe this big room is Tenet. Maybe that's the name of the, maybe, the device. Maybe, maybe. And maybe the bigger room has, you know, a grander power, yeah. like you can reverse it. Maybe once you go into it and they do the magic thing, you can be in reverse for hours, days. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that would what And that the only way do. the spies can combat that is by, you know, using their 10-minute bursts, essentially. Yeah. I think in this plot, I think what they're going to be trying to do is stop an assassination attempt. Really? Yes. Mm. What do you think? They said that what they were trying to do is worse than nuclear annihilation. So I don't think an assassination attempt is worse than nuclear but annihilation. But the assassination attempt will trigger a, the a war. global yeah. war. Okay, That's yeah. what I was I'm thinking. with you now. So it's either that or they've got to stop some sort of bomb or something. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. That's Nolan's I, done that like seven million times. So yeah. I kind of think like they, they assassinate some... So you reckon Junior, Aaron Taylor Johnson's character, is going to be like the leader of the group of terrorists who are going to assassinate this guy? Yeah. And that's going to be... They're saying it's like for the greater good or whatever. Yeah, whatever. And that's going to be a domino that's going to fall, that's going to cause... Maybe they're profiteering off a war because we all like bad guys that profiteer off, you know, war. So they're going to kill this guy. They're going to start a global, you know... Well, they're probably doing the Bane thing thing. of like everyone who's in power is corrupt. Yeah. And so, you know, once we get out these corrupt leaders, we clean the, the plate... With World War Three, we, they're selling we wipe their, the slate clean. You know, or they're going to like profiteer off their technology that they have. The tenant technology, this tenant presumably. technology to arms dealers to you know soldiers and whatever. Maybe right. Maybe so, maybe it's more nefarious, or maybe they're you know nationalist, freedom extremist terrorists. Yeah. So this is Junior, of course. So I think we'll be introduced to them like maybe halfway through the movie. This group, this extremist group. What but, if Junior is Kenneth Branagh? No, it wouldn't work. <laughs> you like, reckon it's him time traveling? I don't well, think I mean, it quite works like we, that. We we have like a time travel device in there. What if it's him younger and him no, older is trying so. to stop him younger from doing something stupid? I don't think so. Uh, just throwing so stuff let's out there. let's really flesh out Kenneth Branagh's character and his wife as well. Right. Obviously, we know Michael Caine leads the protagonist to the wife. The wife is just like you're in over your head. Here's some henchmen to beat you up in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. She gets away. Obviously, they end up... I think, you know, we bring in Robert Patterson as a partner. So, I think they know each other like they've worked with each other before the protagonist Yeah, and I Robert think the Patterson. protagonist is going to choose Robert Patterson. Yeah, he's like, this guy's great. I know he'll be able... He's smart. He'll be able to work out what's going on. I, I've heard his reputation. He's a solid dude. Yeah. And then, of course, the two of them will somehow 
meet with the wife, who will lead them to Kenneth Branagh on his little catamaran uh. that seems to be able to fly. I don't know what that's yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know. He can just manipulate everything in such a way that he's just like, you don't even know the half of it. Look, I can make <laughs> shit fly because of the molecules, baby. But another thing I notice as well is that sometimes they have to wear oxygen masks when they're going backwards. So I think it takes them a while to work out how to breathe in reverse. So they have to do training as in the protagonist and the partner, Robert Patterson, have to do training to cope with breathing in the reverse time. You're not expelling air, you're catching air. <laughs> right, okay. You didn't notice that they were wearing oxygen masks in a whole bunch of scenes? Yeah, I In did, other scenes, I they did, don't have to I wear did. them, so they must have to learn how to, to cope with it. So yeah, while they're so. still learning, they have to wear the oxygen masks. Yeah, I, d- I didn't even put those, those two together. Right. You're just like, oh, oxygen masks. Yeah, I don't Fair know. Well, maybe they're in a plane, maybe they're whatever. They were on the street. <laughs> they're on the street next to a car. That's not a plane. So, uh, you know, it's a polluted area. So, yeah, that's just my theory there. Okay, yeah, I'm happy with that. So, that they eventually sense. learn how to deal with Catch breathing backwards. Air. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be cool. That'd be a cool thing. Yeah. And maybe that's why they can't do it for a certain amount of time. Maybe they don't have the technology for it, but maybe yeah. it, it, it takes its toll on the body. Yeah. So, are we in agreement that we think the bad guys have a more advanced version? This tenant is a more advanced version of the time yes. manipulation yeah. technology. Yeah. And so, the, the, that spies, makes them a the spy organization have only just scraped the surface of this technology. So, they can only, as you say, they've got a time limit. They're, They're playing restricted. Up. They're restricted to their wristbands. Yeah. And maybe it's like this This is an evil organization that has this technology and some people that are part of this organization or were part of this I organization is like, they're like, oh, this is getting too much for me. And then they've left and they're like, we need to stop Kenneth these guys. Kenneth Brenner. So yeah, maybe. But I don't think Kenneth Brenner is going to be involved with our good guy group yet. Yeah. Well, I think Kenneth Brenner will eventually, once they He'll meet with him- He'll be like a him, rogue agent they're yeah. trying to track down. Once they've established that he's not actually the bad guy, I think he will help them out and give them the technology to help combat his son, presumably. Yeah, and he's going to die, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, he's going to introduce them to this more advanced version of the technology, I think. Yep. Eventually. Now, how does India work into this? Does it really matter? Is it just a stopover on the way? Christopher Nolan Didn't we mention before that- the character Liam, the arms dealer, isn't he presumably selling an illegal version of the time manipulation technology to the terrorists? So they're just like, you know, who did you sell it to? Uh, Kenneth Brenner. All right, we'll go see him. Could be as simple as that. Yeah, okay. And then because his wife obviously has that understanding of the time manipulation technology, maybe her husband Liam was involved yeah, with developing it to this bigger level. So they're like, all right, you've got to understand that it's not as simple as you've been taught. It can actually be used in more complicated yeah. ways. And whatever this event- Now jump off a building. Yeah, whatever event has happened, this assassination or whatever, our protagonists already know this, right? Yeah, presumably. How do they know that? That's a good question. Maybe, Maybe they go to India and they find that out. That's, that's the information that they get. This, yeah. this assassination attempt or whatever has already happened. And that's what they're trying to prevent. I think they might get that information through either the wife or Kenneth Brenner. But okay. yeah, the Indi- as I said, I think the Indian connection is that Liam sold a legal version, bootleg version of the technology. <laughs> yeah, right. So they're like, what's your sources? Who's your connections? Here's some bad guys. We'll get into a shootout. Mm-hmm. Now, we also have a scene in an opera. This is something I remember you noticed when we analyzed the trailer. There's a scene in an opera where everyone is gassed. Yeah. And we see the protagonist and Robert Patterson and a couple of SWAT people like hiding out, waiting for this to happen. So I think this terrorist group is going to be the ones that gas the audience. They're going to be, you know, Junior's group of extremists. Yeah, he's thugs. Yeah, uh, but what are they doing there? Maybe this is where the assassination yeah, attempt man. is going. John Wilkes Booth. Yeah, is going to play out. That's dramatic. The important person who they're trying to assassinate. Who do you think it is? Like the go-to would be like the president, right? It, it'll be somebody that we don't get to know at all. He'll just be like a figurehead. Yeah. Um, so like some political person, maybe some activist, someone who's trying to do some good work. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, now there's Doesn't also really a, matter, there's really. a shootout and some explosions at this opera as well. Why are they gassing the audience? I suppose so no one can see them. There's no witnesses. But th- people are seeing them do sh- stuff all the time. No, I, I don't mean like the heroes, the bad guys. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. And I guess a, a, a gassed person is easier to transport than a, like a wriggling, screaming person. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of questions in this movie. In this I think trailer. it was just done as a set piece. Now, that scene, mind you, was actually shown at like a preview. It was like shown in an IMAX preview, like yeah. one of those before the movie events, mm-hmm. like the same way that they did like the aeroplane sequence for The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. So people have seen this scene. I haven't personally seen it because the footage isn't out there. It was just at this one event. So I think this will be like a big set piece. So it's just done for dramatic effect that everyone's gassed and we'll ignore the fact that Christopher Nolan's just ripping off that scene from Goldfinger where everyone's gassed. Well, maybe the good guys do it to protect everybody. Maybe. That's what I did think as well. But yeah, maybe I thought it was more of an identity thing 
thing for the for the bad guys. Yeah. Because they're so secret and underground that they don't want anyone to recognize them and finger them in a lineup. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to predict beat for beat what this movie will no. be. So I think it's best off just focusing on what we think the well, overall blanket statement there'll be is. jumping to different locations, different countries. Yeah. There'll Globe be trotting. There'll be espionage, there will be action sequence, there'll be car chases. Yeah. People will play with this inversion technology. Yeah. Twists and turns where we think people are bad and they're good and we think people are good and they're bad and da 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 da. So can you summarize, just through our discussions, can you summarize what we think the overall plot is? If you could break it down to someone who you're selling the movie to. Okay. So we're gonna have a secret agent that gets captured by a shady organization or an organization yeah. that we don't know. He wakes up, he gets told that because he didn't give any information that because he, he's such a Good he's such agent. a good little sport that he's going to join their organization to prevent an assassination attempt that's yeah. going to start uh, a chain reaction that will bring about World War Three. Yeah, they're going to use this technology that they have, this primitive technology that they use with bracelets. Yeah, to time inversion technology to go backwards in time because that's the only way to combat this other organization that has a better version of that technology. Yeah. At this stage, they think that Kenneth Branagh is responsible for the assassination attempt, but Kenneth Branagh is actually it's his son the whole time, right? Yep. And Kenneth Branagh knows this and he's in some ways trying to protect him, but in other ways, I think he wants to stop his son. Yeah. So they he doesn't to, want him killed. They go to Michael Caine who, and then they go to the wife. Yeah. Michael Caine gives them the location of the wife. The wife essentially leads us to the husband, yep. Kenneth Branagh. Uh, but he gets beat up. The protagonist doesn't know what the plot is at this point. And so he's pro- just like, tell me what's going on. She says, here's a knuckle sandwich, yep. appropriate in a kitchen. And yeah, this leads us to trying to track her down when they eventually track her down leads us to Kenneth Branagh, right? And we're like, ah, this is our bad guy. Nope. Twist. It's his son. It's actually my son. He has this tenant device, this presumably this more, maybe Kenneth Branagh. And I was working with my son, but I realized yeah, exactly. it was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. So I need to stop him, but I don't want to kill my son. And yeah, exactly. I'm really conflicted. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I'll help you out. But as long as you promise not to kill my son, of course, I think the son junior is going to kill Kenneth Branagh at some point, maybe yep. blow him up or something like that in the uh, opera scene. Uh, I think it's actually a classical music concert, but you know, it sounds cooler if you say it's an opera. opera. Yes. So he'll blow him up and then we'll go, oh, he's he's unforgivable. Junior's unforgivable. Our heroes have got to kill him. Does this make sense? I think so. Right. So We're getting to the end of the movie. What's going to happen in the end of the gonna movie? There's going to be like a fancy big showdown where there's, you know, it's all reversed and going backwards. Because I think they're going to throw a twist in the end of the movie so that we don't know what we watched was real or not. You think there's going to be an Inception style yes. twist? Yes. Yes, and I thought that we could have had him being at the train station again, like the, that whole inversion, like the movie works as a palindrome, it begins at the end. And mm, that seems a bit too complicated to me. You wouldn't be able to do it cleanly. This whole movie is complicated. Yeah, it is a bit too complicated. <laughs> it's a bit too complicated, the movie, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I feel like there's going to be some sort of twist ending. Kenneth Branagh's going to die. Emotional score. They're going to beat Junior, obviously. Maybe Robert Patterson will die as collateral damage as well. Of course, our protagonist isn't going to die. He's going to be the one to be the hero and save the day because that's how you make movies. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio unless, didn't die in Inception. Unless it's just Robert Patterson who survives. And- mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't think so. That's not movie making 101. <laughs> People would hate it if that was the case. Like, so why it- are we invested in this character who they just kill off? Yeah. doesn't work like well, that. It's dramatic and it's a sacrifice. Mm. Or maybe, maybe the bad guy wins. I don't think so. Again, maybe the bad not, guy wins. Not satisfying narrative. It, we think that we've all lost, and then they go into this big machine, and then they use their yeah. There you go. They reverse time, and yep. like maybe it's maybe it's Kenneth Branagh. He's like bleeding. He's like take me take well, me to he was the blown machine. Up, so like okay, well head. he's blown up. But whoever's in the machine, if it's our protagonist, it's got to be our protagonist, right? He's, he's got to have like bullet holes, and he's got to be on the brink of death, yep. right? They put him in the machine. They're like, this machine will kill you because it's so overpowerful, and you have only been using these bracelets and the oxygen that. You, 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 know, you can't breathe like only you know Junior and Kenneth Brenner can use this machine because they're used to it and he's like well, well it doesn't I think matter. he's had the training at this point because we see him without going backwards without the oxygen so uh, yeah I guess so but you know he's bleeding out like if he reverses time the bullets will come back yes! out of him yes He'll survive and then he could save the day. Exactly. So then he gets that second chance and then he wins. Yep. There you go. That's perfect. That's our movie. That's great. I think that's the best we can possibly do with Look, this we're convoluted be concept. So far removed from this movie, but that is great, I think. I, yeah. I'm, You'd rather be surprised. I would rather be surprised. I'm happy that there's a new premise. It looks great. I'm happy that I have no idea what's going to happen. So I'm sure it'll be a, a fun ride. And I'll watch this movie and be like, why didn't I see that coming? Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. Also, just I want to add another prediction on. I think Robert oh, yeah. Patterson's character is going to be like a cliched British gentleman spy. A fop. 
A foppish spy. A foppish spy? What's yeah. fop mean? Sort of prissy and over the top yeah. in, in a typical British he's driving, fashion. he's driving like with his driving gloves, which I thought yeah. was adorable. So I think it's going to be- he's got a little scarf too. It's going to be a homage to the old right. gentleman spy. Yeah. Like yeah. we saw in Kingsman. Yeah. Just wanted to put that in there. Yep. We shall see, I guess, when this movie comes out. Yeah. And maybe we'll be able to reverse time and then change our prediction. Now, one last thing I wanted to mention is mm. they also crashed the 747 into a, a building, like an, into a, an airport terminal. Yeah. As in the protagonist and Robert Patterson. Uh-huh. Why do they do that, do you think? I don't know. I don't like, know. I couldn't work that into the plot at all. Like, it doesn't make sense so why they want to do that. The plane you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Big 747. Yeah. People carrier. And it and it explodes when it lands rather than when it leaves. No, no. It, they just ram it into a building. I thought, That's what they do. I thought the plane took off and they reversed it and the plane, as it's like coming back into... No, it's definitely going forwards. They just drive it into the, the airport terminal. Then I don't know. But it's obviously some sort of scheme, some sort of plot that Robert Patterson's character has. But yeah, I, I don't know why that's happening exactly. Uh, let's let's have an idea though. Let's like throw out an idea just so, so we can maybe get extra points. If they're crashing a plane, crashing this plane, it can't have any good guys on it, and it can't have or any people. innocent yeah. life. Yeah, it can't have any people, and on no it. one can be in the terminal either. Yes. So killing people is not the objective. So is there something on the plane that they don't want? out in the world like are they going to manipulate time and then go backwards for some reason and then change something about the plane crash that works in their favor who knows yeah yeah like it doesn't make a lot of sense i'm sure like when we see it in the movie we'll be like oh that's that's genius yeah yeah why would they crash the plane uh and it's going to be presented in the movie in the same way where we're like why are they doing okay i got it 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 okay they want to drive the plane so they crash the plane I have no idea where I'm going with this. They crash the plane. I'm, I'm keen to find out. They reverse time so that they can dress up in uh, Christopher Nolan uniforms. just wanted to blow up a plane. And uh, and then they reverse the whole plane crashing and then they get on the plane and then they're going to be the staff members on the plane and they're going to drive the bad guys around on the plane and then gas them and then go into their <laughs> okay. dreams and then plan an idea that <laughs> yes. they shouldn't be bad guys anymore. I have no idea yeah. why they're crashing a All plane. Right. Yeah, no I, I, don't idea. Know, I don't have no any good idea. ideas either. No idea. Maybe it distracts it, people. Yeah. It's a distraction yeah, mechanism. Go. We'll keep it as loose as that. It's a distraction mechanism. It's not what we think it is. It's a very clever excuse for a distraction. Yeah, so the bad guys are like, oh, damn, this plane has crashed. I guess I'm going to go to the opera yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in summary, I have no idea. Um, yeah. You have a little bit more of an idea than me. I just have more theories. But yeah. and we didn't fight. We didn't <laughs> fight. The only thing we argued about was briefly like the the role of the wife in the movie, and if the junior was going to be the bad guy, which I'm yeah. not 100 percent sold on. But there's no other bad guy, so yeah, because we can't just presume that Kenneth Branagh's the bad guy. No, he looks too nice. He's too. And how can you? How can you hate to be, Kenneth Branagh? He as seems well. to be working with the good guys too much to be the actual bad guy. So Maybe sometimes he's like he looks Piccolo. like a, that's a Dragon Ball Z reference. Yeah, for Maybe go. he's like a bad guy, but he's like they're joining forces. That's essentially what I think it is. So we think he's the bad guy. We've discussed this already. We think yeah. he's the bad guy initially but then he eventually reveals that look it's actually my son who's the bad guy Let's i'll help you out together yeah and he's gonna have a really dodgy russian accent as will junior i think our missions are the same you picked the wrong profession <laughs> what is the deal with this year in dodgy russian accents uh we love russian accents we love dodgy Ru- russian accents that's why i guess so people just need to stop you can't have a russian accent you need to have like a really over-the-top yeah, flanderized exactly like soviet ussr yep. i'm a bad guy Yes, he's gotten fit. This is the Cold War. Because, you know, it was racist to be, you know, you have Russian stereotypes. Now it's okay. Now it's okay. Because we're having like a... As long as you scowl, it's a serious performance. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you have one good guy Russian, then it's all fine. Yeah, it's all G. And then the rest of them can drink vodka and shoot the Americans. Be harsh. (laughs) Be ugly. I don't know. What other stereotypes Russians have? Oh, you know. Cold. Cold. (laughs) Smoking. Wearing those silly hats. (laughs) <laughs> furry hats now this is always dangerous territory when we go here but what do you think the audience reaction to this movie will be here's what i think it'll be right oh, yeah yeah it was all right it was no inception yeah. or it was no dark knight it was trying but, so hard to be inception but you know what i like old nolan you know he used to be good and i don't, I don't know he's new stuff i'm not really into that's going to be the reaction right I'll love it, and I think it will be good. But it's judged on a really harsh pedestal, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. I think people are going to measure it up against Inception and their nostalgic, you know... And the concept isn't as good as Inception, so it's never going to live up. 
We'll see. I think overall people will see it, enjoy it, but they'll be like, eh, I didn't like it as much as I liked yeah. Inception. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> now, I was actually thinking that the movie may be so complicated and so confusing that people just reject it altogether. No, nah, it's going to be more simplified but than we think. If they dumb it down, if they make the action set pieces, the going backwards action cool enough, people will just eat that up and then ignore the fact that the quantum physics, you know, it doesn't really make a lot of sense and is too difficult to understand. Yeah, I mean, that's what they did kind of in Inception. You didn't really know how that yeah. dream travel worked you just kind of accepted it yeah, as what it is because they never explained it so if you have any ideas of what you think is going to happen in Tenant please have, share if you have better ideas I'd love to hear them please share again send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter or Instagram you can locate us on Facebook or leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean site several places that you can let us know your crazy theories on what you think is going to happen yeah. in Tenant. this movie lends itself to some crazy theories so hit yes. us up with those love to hear them yes absolutely if something's leaked out please let us know well, let me know <laughs> I don't want to spoil the movie for Matty D but I think they're going really hard to prevent leaks so yeah which is I don't annoying. even think the cast knows what's happening in the movie yeah well only, Michael only Kane, Christopher Nolan Michael Caine told uh, said told to, you yeah he told me because we're personal friends me Michael Caine and uh, Christopher Nolan we all uh, hang out together but he told me that they only have like he was only given like a certain snippet of just the his script. page yeah just his page yeah so I think they're doing with that with all the actors yeah I'm sure well that's standard practice for like big Hollywood blockbusters these days anyway because I know that that's what they do with the Marvel movies as well so that leads us to announcing what we're going to be discussing next week mm-hmm Matty D and I have actually decided to change up our schedule a little bit. Typically what we do is we do a whole bunch of movie predictions, maybe three or four, and then we'll go to a special episode and actual spoilers. But because we have such a backlog of actual spoilers to get to... And you may have noticed that there's not a lot of movies coming out yes, in the cinemas. And we still don't know if July is going to be like the official reopening of cinemas and you know new trailers are going to start coming out, movies are going to go back into production. We don't know that. We can't guarantee it. So we thought, why not get through that backlog of actual spoilers? Let's talk about the movies that you saw last year and the movies that you want us to discuss. And so for maybe the next couple of months, we're going to do a movie prediction followed by actual spoilers, followed by another movie prediction, another new movie prediction. So we're going to do actual spoilers every second week. Yeah. So this might be something that we do permanently, might be something that we yeah. do just for this we'll period see how of it time. Goes. Let us know if you prefer one or the other. But yeah, it'll be nice to get through that back catalog because it's, so, it's a lot of episodes that we need to cover. So. Yes. What a good time time to go back and take care of those. And we're going to throw in some special episodes in between yeah. as well, of course. Of course. Because we love doing those. Well, every episode is a special episode, Kieran, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, show, we'll put in extra special episodes. Yes. Now, that unfortunately gives me the burden of announcing that we're going to be doing an actual spoilers episode on Men in Black International next week. Oh, Jesus. Which is a movie so bad that Matty D couldn't even finish it. Yeah, I started watching it in my own time and I stopped. And from what I hear, the movie is an absolute train wreck. So, so did we predict the plot correctly? We'll find out next week when we go back over it and see who did it better. Personally, I think it's me. But we Looking No, I know it's Matty D. I know it's Matty D. Oh, did I do well? I I'm can't not. even remember what I you said. You called who the bad guy was, but anyway. Did I? We'll discuss that more next was week. Was the bad guy the makers of the movie? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. So... Thanks for joining us for this long and confusing episode of Potential Spoilers. Hope we didn't scare you off. Come back next week. Please join us next week for Men in Black International. <laughs> I, I'm sure you really don't want to, but I think it'll be a fun time. Well, it'll be a lot more simpler than this one. Yes. So we'll see you next week. Yes, absolutely. So goodbye. It's, it's wonderful, actually, sitting here and listening to your talk because, it, I mean, yours is, is the most impersonated voice in, in the business, isn't it? Oh, yeah, everyone Everybody does. Does. I, I can do it. Can you do it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, my name is Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> I need, well, I'm finished yet. Yeah. I'm finished yet. Not many people know that. <laughs> I sound like this bloody moron. <laughs> I mean, you know, just, my name is Michael Caine. <laughs> so, 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 you can't really. You still have that. You're a bit sorry. It's the half of your